0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Figure Figured Out Podcast, episode 22. So 22 episode 22, wow. Episode 22. Whew. The infamous, most lethal caliber in the history. Anyways, I'm your host, Greg. And uh, I'm I'm your, your co-host, uh, V-Budge, otherwise known as Retard. Otherwise known as Who Doesn't Like Fish Filets? Mr. Blade, yes. Well, unfortunately, have some uh, unfortunate news that we have to address here on the show. Uh, this past week, uh, only use me Blade has succumbed to the ways, to succumb to his ways. Of it, only use me Blade has passed away. What? Yeah, so uh, passed away this weekend. Uh, so we just kind of wanted to throw like a quick tribute um to our guy he kind of inspired the name of the show are you serious yeah so i mean you know he just he couldn't quite figure it out and he ended up his his drinking and among many other things uh Mm -hmm. ended up taking his life so Mm -hmm. we have brian rizzo um February 1980, what was it, 1981 to February of 2024. And he died on his birthday. So oh, man. He got to Lit Romney. So we just want to play a quick tribute for him. It's awful, Ugh. Ugh. no wonder you want to vomit, dude. That's disgusting. Ugh. Nah, all use me blades, not actually dead. Um, but if he continues his ways, this is what we're gonna be doing. So, oh, mm. that was awful, dude. Ugh. How did you manage to do that and not vomit? You ever drink just- Jaeger? I'm tasting it disgusting oh stop stop it's like no more up. no it's That's like just, garbage it's, it's licorice like a little a little graveyard up here all the shots to do on the show so you want to talk about what's going to happen here in the next what two weeks week is it a week or two weeks from now when i'm coming up Technical difficulties. Sorry. All right, go ahead. So, should we should we tell everyone about sure. what's going to happen in the next week, two weeks? So, can you hear me? Wait. Okay. What were you saying? So, should we tell everyone about what's going to happen in the next week, two weeks? I think I think it's two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now. Will be the infamous, long awaited Jimmy special. Yes, it's happening. So we'll probably, let me look at the calendar here. All right, it's the 18th. So we'll get another episode done this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. And then the following episode, the so two episodes from now, it's going to be the Jimmy episode. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen, it's, finally. It's going to happen. Unlike End of Piners 2, this is actually going to happen. End of Piners. What's the story behind the end of Pinehurst? I think I don't think you've ever told me. Oh. Man, I was probably like I don't know if I was in elementary school still. But oh my uh, God. There's this guy you can look him up, uh RJJ on YouTube. Richard. Yeah, Richard. We mm-hmm. uh made YouTube videos together. Mm-hmm. And so he's got he's got a really successful channel now. He's got like forty thousand subs what? or something. Are you serious? Yeah, I think he's making music now. There's something he was like big in the game and big in the destiny. But yeah, he's doing uh really well, but we uh he lived across the street from me. So yeah, we made like a whole it was like these apps. It was this app and it would put in like uh you could buy like special effects on the app store. And so it'd be like uh an alien spaceship coming in and like shooting the ground and explosions everywhere or so like, it's uh, terrible stuff. like a wrecking ball just falling on the ground and shattering the <laughs> pavement. Yeah, shitty stuff. I mean we could we could watch it. We could show everybody what we're talking about. Yeah, I think I think that's good. Copyright your own video. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. Hold on. Let me see if I can even find this thing. End of Pinehurst. End of Pinehurst um let's see rjj maybe man i don't know Maybe if i go to images this will work dude i don't even know if i can find this it might not even be up anymore the video is up i watched it like last year well it's not on my channel that's the problem damn Dude, let me tell you, it's been brutal today, brother. So, the End of Pinehurst 2 trailers like, on my channel, but I don't oh, know that's if the original. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if the End of Pinehurst, the original. Oh, so there was an Actually... actual, like, full-length video? Oh, yeah, there was, like, a legitimate, like, actual video. Oh, my God, I've never seen that. The I End of Pinehurst the movie. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know, I'm not seeing it. I'm having Oh, it's fine. I mean maybe we oh. should watch the trailer. Okay, all right. Well we can show you guys the trailer, yeah. All right, videos. I gotta scroll way down in the catalog to show you guys this. This is the very first one, I think, or second. Uh, and the Piners two trailer. Maybe it'll pop up here beside. Yeah, so me and my buddy on the wrestling team actually made it. Uh, let's see. Did you see it? Unfortunately. Give y'all some audio here. I recognize that pool. (laughs)
1: For like a like a millisecond. Recordings just oh got oh no, oh, oh, we're gonna get copyrighted again now! So yard recordings are now. No. I think we're oh StreamYard. Hey,
0: shout out to StreamYard. Shout out to StreamYard, because I'm too poor to afford a regular service. Um hey, we're too poor.
1: Yeah. Right, we're in
0: this together. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think we're gonna get copyright anyways for that music playing in the video, but that's oh well. fine. Who cares? Yeah. It's my own video with mm-hmm. somebody else's music, so basically it's mine. It's my creation. Kinda like World at War. Kinda like how we own World at War. Dude, we do own World at War. I hopped on today. You did? How did that go? I hopped on about nine thirty this morning and uh God. didn't see anybody I recognized. Really? So my connection on my end was fine, but some of those guys in there, like like I was a two bar though, but I was just wow. using the MP forty. I kind of got it down, you know. You do give them a little shimmy side to side shake with the hip fire and steady aim, mm-hmm. so they couldn't touch me. But um, some of those guys were lagging pretty good. Well, you know, I think I think we we deserve to give an honorable mention today to Spartan Leo or Stupid Leo. Stupid Leo 213. Stupid Leo. Shout out to you, man. You uh you carried the team.
1: Fighting. Shout out.
0: Shout out Stupid Leo 213. You are the real Spartan Leo. You are solid Leo, Spartan Leo. You are liquid Leo. Until you actually win a match against us. No cheat. (laughs) Until you 1v1 us on CeeLo Heights. No, dude. I don't I don't understand, dude. Like when we were playing against him the other night. You just, like, couldn't touch him. Like, I would shoot at him. I'm spraying with my mm. MP40. He, it's just I not mean, hitting him. It's like I would laser him, like, with I had a trench gun. And he's, yeah. like, from, like, me to this hit my hand. And I would blast him, and he just got hit markers. Like, that's the not trench how guns that works. No, it's not that bad. Dude, the, the trench gun is historically probably the worst shotgun in Call of Duty history. Oh, but, but the sawed-off double barrel isn't? The both of them are. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they were thinking of World at War, but they did not give the shotguns justice. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I get more kills actually no, I would take a double barrel over the trench gun. The regular double barrel, not the sawed-off. The sawed-off I have a problem with. That thing sucks. It's a piece I don't even place. know if I have it unlocked. Ugh. Ugh. Um, I'll have to check. That That brings up a great topic, though. Worst shotgun in Call of Duty history in general. I don't think it would go to the trench gun. I think there's worse than that. What's worse? I'm trying to think, but there's a lot of terrible shotguns. Um, there's a couple in Call of Duty Ghosts that are pretty god awful. Um, there's like that revolving shotgun. Yes. Um, yeah, I think the COD Ghost, the, the MTZ, I think is what it's called. It's like the little revolver wooden shotgun. Thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Is dog aids. Absolute dog aids. Um, I definitely think that's probably takes the cake for one of the worst shotguns, but um there's another shotgun I think in advanced warfare that's pretty god awful. A lot of guns in advanced warfare are just terrible. I can't even remember a gun from advanced warfare's name. The bow twenty-seven. Come on. I How think my you... memory's getting worse, dude. I can't even remember like eight people that I know. Really? No. What's my name? Yeah, well, I remember you. No, you don't. Who are you? You're V-Budge. Dang. You're, you're V-Jizz. V-G's. I'm V-Jizz. V-G's. V-Jizz. V- V-Jub. No, nah, but like shotguns and Call of Duty, like, um, uh, you know, any shotgun at Bo 2 is good. Like, S-12 not legendary, but like, it'll do. In It'll fact, work especially in hardcore, like you can spray motherfuckers with that. Like you can drop yeah. them easily. Put a long I, barrel, long barrel and a dual mag or extended mag on it. It's yeah. pretty nasty. Um Call of Duty World War II had pretty awful shotgun. The trench gun in that game, the eighteen ninety-seven was pretty good. But other than that, then it was like uh double barrel shotguns, those are pretty bad. Um, yeah. which I don't know how. Um Black Ops 4 had good shotguns. Uh I don't know anything about Black Ops 4. I i played two matches of Blackout and then I played one match of multiplayer and I I hated every second of it. And I've never played it since. I like dude day one BO4 multiplayer, like one of the best CODs ever. What? Dude, I'm telling you, dude, you would go in. Now, this is kind of weird, but it was the first game where they started giving you, like, if you got an assist, it counted as a kill for you. Really? But uh, Yeah, but if they changed it to the 150 health uh, system, but I remember just getting in there, and you had the specialist. Uh, you still had the specialist then, but you had two abilities. You had, like, a lethal ability, and then you had, like, a more tactical one. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some characters that didn't have necessarily a lethal one, like the the medic guy. He just had like this ammo pack you throw down on the ground. It give you basically like, uh, it gave you hard line. And then he had this other healing ability, like this this massive ability. But uh, I remember like the score streaks in that game were like top tier. Like they had like the AC 130, they had a attack chopper, like an AI attack chopper that was really good. And then they had this strike team. Whereas these two or three guys in like riot gear with guns that would just run around, like mow down everybody on the map. Kind of cool. And on the first day of the game, like uh early on, you'd actually get like 25 points per kill with your kill streak. So you would just run through your kill streaks. Nice. And, That's yeah, cool. it, Yeah, they would stack really kind of like MW2, like they would stack. Um, hmm. uh, but then they changed it to where they only got 10 points because people were just like you would get in the game, you drop 50, 60 kills easily, and like would, you'd just be rotating through your kill streaks. That's why I like playing COD. That's fun. I don't know what these you know little mongoloid bimbos like doing now sitting there just camping for four kills for a uav but i like i like to actually i like getting bitches i like getting kill streaks you know what i'm saying yeah i feel you man i feel you. Yeah. i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah but the shotguns in that game there was like a uh it was like a pistol grip uh 12 gauge pump and then uh they had like the the AA-12, like a semi-automatic shotgun. And it had the strobe light on it. And so it just fucking blinded you like day one. On really, like nice. It was just white on your screen. You couldn't see shit. I think my favorite shotgun in COD history has to go to the stakeout in Black Ops 1. The stakeout? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah that was the pump shotgun. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. pump, like, sawed-off shotgun or mm-hmm. pistol grip shotgun. Dude, that thing just murdered. It just murdered. I loved it and it sounded good. The reload animation was cool. Like it's just it was so smooth. Like the one thing. Could- oh, go on. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, if you put like either not gold, but like Tiger Strike camo or like one of the really cool OG Black Ops one camos on it. Oh my god, it looks so good. Go on. What were you saying? The one thing I remember is from that gun. This is many guns in history, but those pump shotguns. You'd have shells on the side, yeah. Like you could see, and you would be out of ammo. And you, you couldn't use. Could... <laughs> I've never understood that. How like literally the screen's flashing no ammo, and every time you click in the trigger, nothing's happening. But there's like five bullets just right there, ready to just click and put in. Yeah, no, those are just for shell. is <laughs> just for like decor. I got a I got a twelve gauge pump. It's a Dickinson, and uh, it's got a bullet loop like that. Dude, those things are kind of hard to get out of there. I'm like, man, if, like, somebody was, like, busting through my door and I had to grab this and get those out, like, I might be fucked. Like, they're kind of, like, wedged in there. Yeah. Well, I think it's like that, though, because, like, if you're running with it or moving with it, they don't want them to fall out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, like, I could keep it loaded, but I don't. um, I mean, I got a box of shells, like, right there above it, too. But I got that shit lined up on my bullet loop. I got slug, birdshot, slug, birdshot, birdshot, birdshot nice i i would usually i would keep one loaded i wouldn't have the entire thing loaded but i have one right to go yeah so at least like if you need to you could fire that thing while you're trying to get the bullets out that i mean like the thing with that is uh, that's like my front door gun like that's literally like yeah that's not the only gun i have that's you know ready to go but (laughs) I got, I have several right here, man. I got, I always like next to my desk. I always have my AKM right here with the full mag and a almost full mag. I don't like to have full mags because, like, I want to at least keep a little bit of tension off the spring in the magazine. I don't want to have it completely loaded. Um, oh, is that a thing with like regular like mag pull rounds? Yes and no. I mean, it's just I think it's personal preference. I just I don't want to have an entirely full mag and have that spring compressed for months and months and months at a time because it might. Then. Yeah, it might have feeding issues. Just from what I've heard, I don't want it to happen to me. Um, so I have the AKM here, and then in my bedside I have my uh, Glock forty-eight, I think, or forty-seven. I forgot what what it is. And. That's all I have in here, but the rest. Of yeah, the, the forty-eight. That's a single stack, right? Yes. Yeah. How that's, many does it hold? Fifteen. No, it holds like ten. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Oh. Huh. Kind of, kind of, kind of blows chunks. I'm not gonna lie, but. But it's like a bigger size than the forty-three. Yeah, I mean it's it's a nine little nine millimeter. It's nothing crazy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's still a pistol. I mean, regardless, as long I as mean, it can protect you, it's something. Yeah. Um, and then we have my dad's AR, our, uh, one of our Mossberg shotguns, his 44 Magnum, his another nine millimeter. Whoa, 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 whoa. don't be exposed. Don't tell the government about all your guns. Oh, there's more that I haven't even, that I haven't disclosed. Trust me. There's one that like makes things explode. (laughs) We don't, we don't need to be talking about any of that stuff. This is all jokes. We don't have any, uh. Don't come looking. No, this is actually just a prank. The only gun I have is this one right here. Uh, this is a nice little—I uh, don't know what what even is this thing. It's like a little nineteen eleven, and then it's fun. That's shit's Scary. I actually—I'm looking. I'm in the market right now for a, a little three eighty pocket pistol. Oh yeah, those are fun. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting like a Ruger LCP or an LCP Max. Nice. That's a good. That's a good little choice. How much do um, those things even run for? Two, three hundred. No more bad. than four. Oh. I want to get one for if I got to have like my shirt tucked in mm-hmm. at an event, but I still want to carry because we're out in like public. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I you want something. Get, yeah. You should get yeah. one of those boot guns, a little Derringer. I dude I just I've never gotten the hype behind derringers like I think that's like an old fun thing it is but it's yeah. fun they're, they're they're memes they're just a meme gun it's a meme gun but like it's not even like a fun meme gun like I mean maybe it is but like it it'd be more of a meme gun if people like actually knew they were meme guns not like oh, oh. Man, I got my 38 special like I right, <laughs> let's go fuck some shit up boys like you know
1: <laughs> no i just described it perfectly
0: there's this guy his name is like abandoned 762 on uh on youtube he had this video uh but he was like somehow he spotted like all the legendary cryptids within like an 11 month period like bigfoot skinwalkers Wendigo, all that but Mm -hmm. there's actually there's this one video uh i can't find it i might be able to find it if i look hard enough but you can actually see like the hand like move by the tent. Like if you look in this one frame for this one second, you're like, whoa, that actually was something. Like, I wonder what that was. Mm-hmm. Like it might not actually be bullshit. But, anyways, he's like this kind of like uh he's out in West Virginia and he's kind of oh, boy. He's got like a huge list. He's like, I got my 38th Bethel. Mike Tyson. <laughs> it, yeah, no, but he's got like uh he's got a Derringer is what it is. I'm like, dude, that ain't doing shit. He's not gonna do anything. Against a skinwalker, my guy. Come on. That's gonna just piss it off.
1: That's <laughs> just gonna, gonna, gonna make hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I think I think we should do a figure it out skinwalker hunting episode. Fuck, that'd be scary, dude. Be scary, but it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, no, it would be. It'd get views. It would get views. Go out to like Appalachia somewhere in the mountains, like deep in the mountains, one night, and live stream it. Had to bring like a like a satellite uplink with us because yeah, I, I don't, know. I don't, yeah. we're not getting service out there, but we could we could uplink. We could make an uplink. An uplink. Or set up some repeaters or something. And uh a repeat, what are we playing? Minecraft now? <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Um we could we could set up some repeaters while we're out there and uh we could uh we could broadcast live to uh to everyone to hunt yeah. and then while we die. While <laughs> we die. While we die, yeah, my grandfather worked out there in, um, uh, was it Blue Ridge Mountains or something Ooh. out there, but it goes by North Carolina, but uh, he always got the feeling he was being watched. That was yeah. more just the people there, but like you can never see anybody or see anything, but yeah, he always felt their presence, dude. It's it's a really weird feeling because you can really tell if you're being watched or like most of the time, at least. I know, like when i'm outside at work sometimes i'll just get a feeling and like i'll look and there will be they won't necessarily be looking at me but they'll be close to me and it's like you can sense you can sense when things are nearby so yeah it's kind i of don't cool. know what it is like i don't know if i'm just a pussy or what it is but like when i go in the woods like especially up in my uh grandparents and this is upstate new york mm-hmm. uh i did like traveling like alone through the woods like i always like I mean, or I'll be up at like other families, like we'll be like families' places, like we'll be riding four wheelers and stuff. But I'm out there alone. Like I always get the feeling like somebody's waiting in like the bushes and stuff. I don't know yeah. what it is, but like I always feel like I'm being watched up there. For me, it's not that. It's like what scares me is animals. I like wild that, animals. Too, that too. Yeah, yeah. Like bears and stuff. Yeah. Uh because there are there are sightings of bears around here as well as you know like not mountain lions i forgot bobcats and stuff like that no bears are everywhere though yeah it's Um, a crazy thing but you just don't you don't see them but they're everywhere exactly so like when i go down in the woods even though i have my gun like i'll go down and make like a shooting video or i'll go make like a like a picture of me and my kit or something like that it's like i always bring like if i'm shooting blanks i'll always keep a real mag with me 'Cause like I don't want to go down there with just like four or five mags of blank rounds. Like it might scare it, but if that thing attacks me, chances are I'm that's not gonna do anything
1: to it. Yeah. I mean,
0: um, so I always like to have a real mag with me. Um I don't think that bear is gonna wait for me to unscrew the blank adapter on the front of my gun though, <laughs> so the bullet can actually fire out of it. Yeah. Um I don't know, like Yeah, the animals like bears and stuff. I don't know if it's just being like more in tune with like reality now than when I was younger. Like for a while now, like I've always had that feeling like something's watching me or like a wild animal and stuff like that. And just trying to be more aware. Now, if I'm with another person, like I'm fine. And like, especially like we got, you know, guns and stuff too. Then I'm like, all right, like we're good. But like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, man. Just like walking around like in the woods by yourself, like it's nice, but I get an uneasy feeling that something's like, yeah, around like waiting for me me too and you know the reason i think the reason you get that feeling a it stems from like primal instincts like i don't know like used to like over human evolution people like had to watch out for for lions and tigers and crap And i guess it just like over time kind of adapted with us but um what was i gonna say i I definitely think it kind of also happens because there's there are animals everywhere watching you. Like, even though you don't see them, you, you got birds, you have um, cats, dogs, like, things you don't see that are just in the wild, deer. So, yeah, there are things watching you all the time, but, like, you just don't know it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Um. Getting back to it. Have we talked about the Super Bowl? I don't think we covered that in our last I thought episode. we did. Or was not that not before it. the Super Bowl? That was before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's talk about it. Well, what are your thoughts? Uh, Disappointed. I was – so I had two things. A, I wanted the 49ers to win because I didn't want to see Mahomes win. I didn't want to see – Taylor Swift and see Kelsey. I didn't want them to get a win. But on the other hand, I didn't want the 49ers to win because then they would have more rings than us. And I cannot allow that. I'm going to have to intervene if that happens. They don't want it. I'm going to have to inter intervene. That's right. Knockout. I'm knock going to have to step in and I'm going to have to lay down some ground rules. They're not going to like the rules either. I'm going to have to step in and I'm going to shit. I'm going to step in. I'm going to dismantle their washing machine and throw fish inside of it. I showed st- I my girlfriend's family that yesterday. Oh, night. you th- showed her family? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I showed her brother. Oh, my God. I st- my- he uploaded the one yesterday, the cow tongue. Y- did you see the one I sent you? Oh, yeah, with the fish. Yeah. That's- oh, yeah. It's pretty but good. He's got like some other shit in there though. I'm like, does he have some clothes in there too? Because like, he puts he pulls clothes up his... in it. For anyone, he does? Confu- yeah. For anyone who's confused, oh there's my gosh. This, this new lore out there that I found one night while I was doom scrolling on Instagram. Uh it's a video, it's this guy named uh Mr. Built Different, I think. And he, he uploads videos now of him with the washing machine, and he has the top of it open while it spins around with water inside of it. And the water is just like poop brown. It's disgusting. It's like vomit green or poop brown. One of those two. And half the time, it'll have nothing inside of it. And the other half the time, it'll have chunks of stuff floating around in it. But anyway, the premise of the videos is he likes to throw different types of food inside of it or objects. And then take a glass cup and pick out the water and say, this is what the water looks like right now. And then dumps it back in and throws more crap into it does again. This is what the water looks like. <laughs> and that's it. And he makes views, clicks, tons of views from just that. And it's amazing. Oh, I wish that's yeah. great content. It is great content. It has provided me with endless laughs for the last week. I don't know why it's so immature, But like I go on that, I go back to that fish fillet video every single time, and just watching him plop the sandwiches inside the thing and spinning around—there's something about that. It's just so funny, dude. Who would ever think of that shit? Obviously, he did. He figured uh, it out. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's quality content, I think. He's got like and, eight of them in there. Like eight fish fillets. Like, I, I just love that every time. This is what the water looked like. Join the live and see what the water looked like <laughs> when you join. It's just fucking... Something new after that. It's mustard. Who doesn't like barbecue sauce? Who Ping pong balls. Put... Dude, <laughs> the dude put a goddamn pair of Vans shoes inside of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, bro... Yeah, he did the cow tongue and he did uh Well, wow, that cow tongue the is fish. disgusting. Oh, yeah. man. Ah, people eat I, that. A similar video like that, it's not like nasty or anything, but it's kind of like a, what would happen, you know, in this scenario. Mm-hmm. It's this guy, and he's made like his own war simulator game. And it would be like, what would happen if you had an M249 saw in the American Civil War? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, he's just mowing down everybody. It's like you would change every the hist- the course of history for every battle, unless you just ran out there and fucking run and gun like Call of Duty, and then die. he made one of those for like the MG42 and stuff like that. Like yeah. I've seen the yeah, those are those are cool videos. No, I like those. Yeah, a lot of them end with everyone dying. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, let's just uh, let's see what different stuff we can flush down our toilet. Like you know, honestly, want want a live I, lobster. I, Dude, I think we could really do something like that. Either we could use a toilet or maybe, I don't know, maybe like a vacuum cleaner. What can we <laughs> vacuum up? What can we vacuum up? Can we? Vacuum uh, I got up some better vacuums we could use here. Yeah, I, well, I mean, as you, you may remember, I used to collect vacuums, so I, I have You used about, to collect vacuums? Oh, I just exposed myself. Oh, crap. Well, no. you got to be. No, why'd you collect vacuums? No, 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 no. I, no, I never collected vacuums. No, why did you collect
1: vacuums?
0: Uh, Dude, that didn't happen. I'm telling you, you. You're hearing things. Why? Brendan, why were you collecting vacuums? When was this? Give me the time and dates when this started and when it ended. Is it still going on? So, back when I was six, yeah, six years old, uh, I found a video online of a guy named Kyle Critchbaum. Kyle collected vacuum cleaners. Um, and he was, I think he was like 10 or 11. And, the, and it was on the news. And uh, it blew up. Everyone was like, the vacuum kid. This kid's so cool. He collects vacuum cleaners. And for some reason, six-year-old me thought, that is freaking cool. Like, these things, like, I think the way they sounded and the way they looked and stuff, like the designs of them really interested me because ever since i was i, I could barely even breathe like i've loved like machinery i've loved industrial type things i love factories anything that has like a moving machine part to it i' have always been interested in it so i guess seeing vacuums just i don't know what was so cool about them like like i said i guess i guess it's the way they look well anyways um, when I was six years old, I, I saw that and I started collecting vacuum cleaners. So, you know, my earliest memory was going with my grandma's like big lots in Aberdeen here and buying a, a stick vacuum, a red dirt devil stick vacuum. And that kind of, that kind of started it after that, I got like a Kirby after that, I got a Hoover and then, and then I have about 30, 34 vacuums and you know what WRAL is, right? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I was on WRAL. When I was seven years old. Yeah, on the Tar Heel Traveler. uh, They came and interviewed me um, for my vacuum collection. Well, wouldn't you know it? North Carolina ain't never seen a boy like that before. So seven-year-old Brendan blew up. I was the hottest kid at West End Elementary at the time. Let me tell you what. The day it aired on TV, they wheeled the big CRT TV into the classroom and played it for the whole class. And, dude, that was the coolest day of my life. That everyone in class saw me on the news. Um, uh, anyways, um, after the news article aired, I blew up and everyone and their mother started contacting me saying, hey, I've got old vacuums. Do you want them? Hey, can we send you these vacuums? Hey, if you come over to our house, we'll give you some vacuum cleaners. We don't have we don't need them. So I went from roughly 30 to 34 vacuums to probably 70 or 80 in the span of two or three months after that video i had more vacuums than i knew what to do with by the age by age nine i'd say uh the pilot newspaper i had two segments in the pilot newspaper um for my vacuums and in fact i have a cutout at my grandparents house that i can i can show you sometime of me and my grandpa's garage with all i have i think i had like between 60 and 80 vacuums behind me and me holding up my first vacuum and the camera was like facing down and you can see all of them behind me um and i'd say around age 11 i stopped collecting them just because i, I lost interest um i just they were old and i, I just i didn't want them anymore and it kind of i fizzled out but I, when i stopped collecting vacuums i ended with roughly 200 something vacuums Holy cow, 200 yes. vacuums. Now, yeah. would you run like a test run with all these? Would you plug them in and vacuum stuff or you just A lot of them I did. So, a lot of the ones like special ones that were like really old. So, a lot of my vacuums, my old vacuums ranged in years. So, I like the older ones from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like the really vintage ones. Those things are cool and they still honestly they're pretty cool. They're they're cool to look at. Uh, The designs are really unique Um, and it really, you can really tell like they're antiques, like they're, they don't make stuff like that anymore. It's kind of like old cars. You know, you like old Mustangs, like from the sixties, seventies, they were built well, they were made out of metal. You know, they had unique designs to them. They were sleek. They were art deco, like that's what they envisioned the future to look like back then. And they manufacture stuff. Well, they applied that to household appliances as well. So if you look at old vacuum cleaners from the 60s and 70s, you can really see that art deco look to it. Um, And just something about that I liked. And I honestly, I think it's still cool. Um, No, would I would I collect them? Absolutely not. Um, But they go for a lot of money. But yeah, it used to, like the special ones, I'd plug them in. I'd vacuum the house. I'd vacuum them down in the shop. I had a big rug where I'd put crap on it and just vacuum it up, um, record myself doing it. There's probably video somewhere of it. Um, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we had to store those vacuums somewhere because we ran out of space. So we moved them to my grandpa. We call it the hole. Uh, the hole, it's actually my grandpa's old man cave. It was, so my grandparent's house it sits on top of a hill, and as the hill goes down, there's like a lake at the bottom. But as it goes down, he built a hole in the ground. Literally, it's a walk downstairs underground, and it's built underground, um, like an old man cave that he used to play poker in with all the people, all his buddies and stuff. There's a pool table, a bathroom, all kinds of stuff. There's even a bed down there. It's huge, probably like probably the double the size of the freeway room for stealth. Like it's big. Oh, wow. And uh, we moved all my vacuums down there. Well, unfortunately, it flooded. And mm. it destroyed everything. Every, every vacuum cleaner I had destroyed. Molding, rotting, rusted. And I haven't had the heart to go down there. Because when you look up the prices of all the vacuums that I had, dude, the ones I had are going for like 150 to $300 a piece now. Damn. Yeah. So and they're all destroyed, just sitting down there. So I don't have the heart to go down there and look at what could have been. So if, if the I whole room have... actually like flood, like yes. Um. Actually, I. It's really ironic. We're talking about this. I went down there to look at it last week. Um. I. It's the first time I went down there in over twelve years. Or Ten or twelve years now. I don't remember. Um. And the roof is caving in so eventually everything's going to collapse inwards and it's going to be buried it's really sad but at the same time it's a lot of work to go down there and clean all that stuff up and it's not really worth it so i mean do you think any of them could be in some kind of condition or well something? it one in particular i want to go down there and get i i don't remember receiving this cleaner from someone but i used to have like i said people from all over North Carolina and in fact, other states would contact me and bring me their old vacuum cleaners. Like if they had like a shop or something that they cleaned out, and they found a couple, they would bring them to me. And I still have people today ask me if I want their old vacuum. I had a person a couple months ago that I went to church with. They said, Hey, Brendan, you still collect vacuum cleaners? I have a couple old ones. I don't want anymore. Would you like them? And I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. I don't, I haven't, on that and god knows how long now, but uh I have one that I don't remember receiving, and uh I looked it up the other day, and I have the sixth one in existence right now. There's only five others out there like this, and apparently I have one of them. No, don't so, say too much, man. We don't somebody might go trying to go snoop down there and see if it's still good. They don't want that, they don't want it. They don't want um, that. Well, but no, it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm gonna try to go down there and dig that one out and see if I can like sell it or see what it what it's worth. But that's the all one of the ones that exists right now is in a museum, actually. Oh wow. Yeah. So you know, like what kind it is? So it's it's called a Vectron, is the a name vectron. of Vectron. Vectron. Um, there's a brand of vacuums in the early 2000s and the uh early 90s called Phantom. Um, and they made the phantom vacuums are already really rare. And I have one, um, that, but they usually go for 300, $400 a piece. Well, the Vectron is like the prototype of the phantom. It came before it and it was heavy you, Have you ever heard of SC Johnson before? Yeah. 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 A it was made company. Yeah. It was made by SC Johnson. I think it was one of the first vacuums or one of the only vacuums that company ever made. Um, and it was produced in limited numbers for commercial use only. So like office spaces, factories, stuff like that. Um, and it was made for that. And not many of them exist. So and at at the time, right now, I, I'm sure there's five of them in existence. One of them doesn't work. There's no motor inside of it. Four of them work. One of them's in a museum. And then I just found this one. So. I got to dig it out, see if I can get it to turn on. If I can't, that sucks. Still kind of cool to say I have one, though. I mean, that's extraordinarily rare. I didn't realize something that uh, you clean your house with would be this hard to find. Dude, what are you waiting for, man? Go get it. Go get it tonight. But before you do that, we got a little treat for the audience here. I found it.
1: Ah, Yes. The Tar Heel Traveler heads to Moore County. Scott Mason is in the small town of West End to profile a boy with a clean hobby. Listen to my southern accent. Power often comes in little packages. Well, my name is Brendan Kevin, and I'm seven years old. And some of his vacuums are heavier Here's than he is very very heavy brendan knows vacuum the cord is magic it slips out by itself the things they do shampoo the way they're made the the height adjustment is right here the ingenious ideas and the hose comes out the handle is a hose the vacuums put a smile on his face i got when i was three or two years old that's about the age brendan began collecting i have thirty four Make that 35. Thank you. You're welcome, darling. Well, I got another vacuum. He can never have too many. I'm trying to go up to 900 vacuums. 900? 900. Eureka. A dirt devil. It's an electric. A singer. I got tons of hoovers. And he keeps them all in his pawpaw's workshop. I think they're cool and amazing. He wants to go in the shop every day. He'll plug them up and just look at them go around and around. And it looks like a spaceship. At seven years old, Brendan happily lives life in a vacuum. It's spray paint. He pushes toward that light at the end of the tunnel. Sail vacuums. That's all that I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> Brendan. Brendan's oldest vacuum is a 1942 model made in the century before Brendan was even born. Oh, wow.
0: 1940. I have some older than that, dude. I had one. I don't remember what year. I think it was in the 1920s. Um, Holy cow. 1920s Eureka that I had. 100 years old. Dude, it's crazy, man. And it worked. (laughs) It was so cool. It was in terrible condition. Uh, An old lady that went to my church God rest her soul. She passed away years and years ago. Uh, She gave it to me, but uh, yeah, man, that's amazing. You found that. (laughs) No, that's really that's cool, man. Um, It's it's a very cringe past that I look at now, and I kind of cringe, but also it's kind of it's kind of cool because it's it's sweet, it's awesome, man. Like it's 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 nice. It's something I can look back at like thirty years from now and be like, man, I did that. But now it's like, ah, why did I do that? I think it's cool. But, uh, but yeah, there you go, uh, audience. You you learned some lore about the lore. me. I'm the vac master of Pinehurst. I yeah. I know everything. As a matter of fact, um, at my work, whenever they have vacuum problems, <laughs> they they come to me. Uh, several times they have now. They came and asked me, like, well, what can we do about this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't freaking know. I don't know the first thing about them. I just collect them, man. Yeah. Um, mm. No, that's cool. My grandparents probably watched that way back in the day when it came out. That's we would always watch WRAL. Yeah, dude. I uh, the the night it aired. Uh, was it the day? No, it was the night after. I think they aired it twice. Uh, I remember I was at my grandparents' house watching it, and I had a on my bed. I had a fort built. I had like two chairs from the dining room and a blanket draped over it, and I had like snacks and all that kind of stuff, and I was sitting with my grandma under the blanket for it, watching it <laughs> when it broadcasted. That's awesome. It's yeah, awesome, it was fun, man. man. Good times. Good times. Yeah, something you always remember. Yeah. Um, if you have vacuums. Let's put it to the test. Yeah. <laughs> to the test. Definitely. Let's do it. How? What vacuums, dude? You could use the vacuums in a shooting video. How many <laughs> what vacuums does vacuum survive? Yeah. How many? How many vacuums do you need to defend yourself? How many vacuums until your home is bulletproof? I mean, if you think you could strap like a, two vacuums to you, like one in the front, now it might be hitting you like in the shins, like the fucking wheel part, and just yeah, like, constantly I heard you. But yeah, you could make like some sort of little body armor suit out of vacuum cleaners. I would recommend using old ones. Uh, primarily from like the 50s because those are all like plate steel dude those things are heavy so yeah. those would probably protect you from a nine millimeter like no joke if you shot them like in the base where the motor and those brushes and stuff are probably would protect you from a nine mil easy we might let me go check something real quick I think we might have an old one in the closet out here. I don't know if we thrown it out yet. I'm gonna we'll be right back. What is it? All right we're back. This is uh uh the cell, abyssal, nice. Those things are known universally for sucking, literally. Sucking. It looks yeah. like it. It sucks. Yeah, that. It definitely isn't new. That definitely is not new. Um, that looks like a like a mid two thousands abyssal. made in China. Yeah, this junk. <laughs> Dude, no! Turn it on. Get, let's get a little like demonstration. Yeah, let's get a demonstration oh. video. Put my <laughs> microphone down. Yeah. yeah. Let's
1: see. I don't even know if it, if it works. Well, oh, you just, broke, broke, it, <laughs> He's oh, just broke it, probably.
0: You just broke it. Fell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is oh, man. this is a disaster. Disaster podcast. can Greg figure it out. Shit. <laughs> Come on, there, you turd. Uh, I think I broke it. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. If you no, needed no. it across the room. What? We're I think you just suck, honestly.
1: Okay, I got it. All
0: right. Let's see. Let's see if it works. This came with the house. Lower the oh. camera. Lower, lower the camera. We gotta get, we gotta get a full view. You gotta, you gotta unwind it. You can't even hear me. All right. Me. Let's see. Vacuum tutorial. It's a goober. out podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how this goes. On the hook bar. Aloha, loja bar. Okay.
1: Uh
0: where's the power? Ah! Woo! Vacuum hype in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Vacuum hype. I can't even hear.
1: It.
0: Why are you holding the hose? Why is the hose disconnected? You gotta connect it for it to do anything. Shit. <laughs> oh dude. That was cool, man.
1: Yeah.
0: That was cool. I thought you I thought you kept it on while you threw it. Honestly, I think we should torture that thing. Oh yeah, I, we should give it. A I think one. that that would make great content. So, when I when I make my appearance up there, let's do a vacuum torture test. If it works still. I don't know, you may have just blown it up. Um That'd be kind of cool though. Like, see if we can like vacuum some water. Some, some water. Vacuum some water with nails in it. We'll just we'll just take we'll just take it out back here and just smash it up against like the just beat the shed. it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a good idea. Alright, we'll, do, we'll
1: it. do it. Thank um, you, man.
0: Yeah. Um. No, that's cool, man. That's something you can always hold on to, though, with your uh, the vacuum story and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it. It's I kind of look back and cringe on it now, but at the same time, it's kind of cool because a it's recorded forever, it's online forever. And that it, like my kids, hopefully 90 years from now, can watch that video and be like, ha, our dad was a goober. Um uh, but it's also cool because I could say I got to like experience like because there's a lot, there's thousands of collectors worldwide, like you wouldn't believe it. I'm holding this gun. I don't know why. Um, you wouldn't believe it, but there's thousands of people just like I was like ranging from like their teens to their twenties to like their eighties that collect vacuum cleaners. And, um, a lot of them could dream of some of the ones that I've owned and some of the ones that I've handled because they're extraordinarily rare. Like Whenever I had birthdays, whenever it was Christmas, whenever it was anything like that, all I wanted were eBay vacuums, like the the cool ones off eBay, and uh, you can't find them anymore. Just because they're it's you know almost fifteen years later, and they're harder to find now. You know they're either destroyed or they're they're lost forever. Um, so it's kind of cool to say that I got to handle some of the ones that I did. So note or, to self you want to be a collector, be a seven-year-old kid with a Southern accent or start or go back in time to year 2004 to 2007. Seven-year-old so, with a Southern accent. <laughs> where is it? Dude, I had an NC State jersey on and that. I have it somewhere in this room, that, the, that one. My dad made me wear that. He <laughs> was like, wear you this. You to represent the pack. He was it. You got to represent NC State. So I did. I obliged. Um... But yeah, it's, as a matter of fact, I actually have an old vacuum behind me. I bought it uh, as like a oh hey, I I want to I don't, don't want to get back into it, but like I want to kind of relive my nostalgic childhood. I'm gonna buy a vacuum just to have it and keep it in my room. So I found one on eBay years and years ago that was really nice, and I bought it, and it's in the back there. You may have seen it in videos. Um, nice. Which, yeah, it's a it's a 1970s Eureka Vanguard. Uh, it's a really, really nice vacuum. It's probably, I would say my mom has a Dyson and you know, those are like the best vacuums you can get or Dyson's. I would say it's twice as good as that thing. It's amazing. Like I was using it one time, vacuuming my room in here and I lifted it up and it ripped the carpet up, not ripped it, but like the carpet went with it when I lifted it up. It just like, is amazing. Yeah. Super powerful. Good stuff, man. Like they don't make stuff like that anymore. Garbage. It's all made in China now. And like that one, like the the cell. cell Dude, I am excited to see what we can do with that. Like, we're gonna make it happen. I'm gonna hemorrhage that poor thing. (laughs) We're gonna flush it down the toilet, dude. We probably. (laughs) There any toilets for sale near you? (laughs) Probably. See plenty of them at the dump. Bring Uh, one home. Look for vacuums while you're there. No, but collecting shit's really cool, man. Uh, Something I've always wanted to get into was like uh, coin collecting.
1: Yeah, Um, that's cool.
0: I got some of them right here. I don't really got anything good. This is a half dollar.
1: Dude, you love that half
0: dollar. (laughs) It's about 10 times Spartan Leo's net worth right here. Spartan Leo couldn't afford anything. I got a I got a bicentennial one too. This is a seven or nineteen seventy six one. It's got some gunk on it though. It's got like some jizz on it or something. Why'd you put it up your butt? No, I don't know why it's got a uh, yeah. These uh these came from the old Knollwood. Um, let me see. I got so like some of the ones I want to get into is uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, no. Someone's took it. Someone's took it. It's gone. No, no. I have a dime. I don't know where it is. I'm getting all my coins out. Oh, here it is. So I got... This is a a dime from 1954. So oh, that's kind of uh, cool. Yeah, so it's silver. Um, I think it's like 90% silver or something. So like the actual silver value in this dime is like two bucks. That's pretty right nice, now. dude. But um, there's this uh, app you can download. It's called APMEX, A-P-M-E-X. You can oh. buy gold, silver on there. And then you can buy like old currencies. Like you could buy uh, Confederate dollar bills on there. You could buy old like 1920s uh, $1 silver certificates. You can buy a whole roll of uh, silver, mercury, dimes, uh, the 1943 pennies where they're made of zinc, I think. Uh, and then you can, yeah. And like I said, you can just buy like gold bars on there, mm-hmm. gold coins, uh, and you can buy stuff from all over the world. It's really cool. Um, but that's yeah, that's, neat, man. Yeah. I always thought like uh, coin collecting was, um, it's something I always want to get into. Like I got this other one I got here is a, uh, is a 1940, uh, nickel. So I mentioned it's just cool. This thing's, you know, 84 years oh, old. That's a dope nickel, dude. I can't yeah. believe I just said that, but that is pretty cool. Yeah, and so I don't know. It's just something. Yeah, like here's a here's a wheat penny. Like these things are going to get harder and harder to find. We have like a thousand, and my so my grandpa has a bag of coins. I don't know what's in it, but I know a couple I looked up were worth a few hundred. So we're going to try to go through it. There's a bunch of wheat pennies in there. If you want them, like ah, oh, no, you guys keep them. Yeah, um, yeah I don't want them. Um, no, well, I mean, I think you got to check for it too and it, we get like time like painstaking but uh like errors on coins we're like the double like oh crash. yeah those, like, if you get some of those like they can be worth a ton of money well the thing um, is like yeah they'll be worth money but like the thing is you got to sell it like yeah sell it first so like yeah. what's the market for that yeah i don't know if you can just take that to a regular coin shop and just if they're looking for error printed coins that aren't mm-hmm. mint condition um yeah, I don't know what that—that's the thing that people don't realize too, but yeah, like I think like buying like uh like Morgan silver dollars, like there's some of those, like those ones are made from like 1878 to 1904, then again from 1921 to
1: 1935.
0: Mm-hmm. I like to get some of those because those are cool pieces of history, and then they have silver in them. So if you wanted to just trade them in for their silver value, there's like actual value in it too. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah I uh, I transitioned from vacuums to collecting military gear. So that's, that's how I am with my stuff. Like, and and it it also kind of applies to that. It's like, you can look for really rare pieces, but, and they could be worth thousands, but it's like, you got to find the market. You got to find someone to buy it first. Like, yeah, I could say this thing is worth $4,500 until the cows come home. But like, is someone ever going to buy it for that? Probably not. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I've been watching, I've been researching some like gold and silver, like YouTube videos, like people who buy that. Thinking yeah, mm-hmm. if I want to get into that. Now you gotta think of it like a savings account for that stuff. Like you're not gonna like flip gold and silver like that quick. Yeah. It's like a long term thing, like protecting like your dollar value. Yeah. But well, uh that's kind of... yeah. Oh go on. Well, I was just gonna say, like with like if you buy like a gold like uh uh gold eagles today or like the gold uh buffalo nickel, like uh or uh Indian uh nickels, um those are pretty easy to sell, like at a, like at a gold jeweler. But then, like if I was trying to sell like silver dimes, like a roll of like silver dimes, that's probably going to be harder, like yeah. uh, than like the regular, like commercial like gold like uh, gold or silver. Like th- there's a bar on there you can buy. It's like a silver like one ounce like bar that just says Coca Cola on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like twenty seven bucks. Wow. And it's just a bar. It's a one ounce bar of silver. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of look at like my gear like that. You know, my, my family would be like, why are you spending so much money on something that's just going to sit there? Like, yeah, you're right. But at the same time, it's also like, I'm that money is still there. It's just in physical form. So like if I want to, I could just resell and get my money right back anytime. It's not like it's going to depreciate. If anything, the stuff that I have is going to just gain value because 99% of it is like Russian gear and you obviously can't get the really rare hard to find stuff. You can't get that like you used to since the war is going on now. Like getting getting some of the stuff that I have, it's almost impossible unless you find it in the US already. And if you do, it's gonna be like jacked up through the roof price wise. Yeah. So Yeah, no, you know. like that's that's how I like that's that's stuff I like to buy or uh getting that game like you know rare coins or if you buy gold and silver or like even if you're buying stocks and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. okay you're spending that money but it's still there and then guns and ammo too it's like okay like i still physically have that and it's really i mean guns do depreciate but not really like uh like yeah. I know like somebody who bought like a Ruger PC carbine um X amount of years ago for three hundred and fifty bucks. Now it's like a seven, eight hundred dollar gun. Woo. So you know, with you know a little bit of use on it, you know, you could probably turn around and sell that for six hundred. Now, yeah. me personally, like I'm not really in the market to sell any guns that I have.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I actually What's up? Oh, you're muted. Ladies and gentlemen, he's figuring it out. Okay. There you go. Oh, back muted again. All right, we're back. My uh, cord was wrapped on my armchair. What a loser. I know. But, like, guns, like, uh, what was I saying? Like, yeah, I don't really look at, like, something to you know, turn around and try to flip that. But they typically, like, I feel like a lot of times they can like, um, Not all of them. Some of them are going to go down. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like what I was gonna say is like when you go out to eat and you buy like Chick-fil-A or something, like that's a one time thing. Like once mm-hmm. you spend that money, it's gone. Like yeah, you get the whatever from it. Or like you go on a vacation and you spend a thousand dollars. Like yeah, you got the memories and all that stuff's important, mm-hmm. but you didn't get anything that you can like physically like a tangible asset that you can hold on to. Exactly. So that's why I like having like tangible assets that it's are nice, cool dude. something it's nice because like yeah. you can use them to barter you can use them to sell you can use them i mean for your own use if you need it like it's so nice to actually have a physical item and like it like i said it's investments it's a it's a physical investment it's so nice yeah but and you you also got to think like depending on what you collect like if it's military gear or vacuums like that stuff is big so it's going to take up space so you also got to make sure you can accommodate what you're collecting but, like, if you're collecting coins, that's not that bad. You can you can stack up hundreds of those. It's like my Pokemon cards. I collect Pokemon cards. I have hundreds of thousands of them. And they fit relatively easy because they're all in books. They're all in pens and stacks and stuff. So, like, they're not taking up space like 800 vacuum cleaners would. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you can – I mean, people who collect vacuum cleaners sell them all the time. Like, if you look at eBay and look at, like, most recently sold – they sell daily, hundreds of them sell daily. Like people buy them up like that. Like it's a huge market for it. I wow. would think, yeah. There's a market for it, man. Well, that's the thing that American pickers really expose. I mean, people collect everything. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised, uh, man. Yeah. Like I remember, like one of their examples. It was like storm lights or like storm lanterns or something. Some guy had like hundreds of them,
1: just like you know wow. lanterns.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of cool though when you look at people who collect vintage or antique items like that especially like appliances or things yeah. that have energy and power to them because you can really see the evolution over time. Like, you know, take like a vacuum cleaner. When you look at some built in the the 40s, the 50s and then skip a skip a while and go to like the 80s and 90s and then current time, you can see how it really transitioned from metal to like aluminum to cheap plastic to garbage almost like it's same thing with cars same things with washing machines fridges like stoves like you look at all the stuff now it's cheap fiberglass that you know you can bend and pull apart and stuff and that you know every time you tap on it it sounds like it's hollow versus an old piece of appliance or something you know you you'll knock on it and it's just solid metal it's good quality stuff and they're, they're never going to make that again. Why would well, they? Yeah, we're like kind of like things then were like more artistic. There was more creative vision behind them. Where exactly. now everything looks the same. Like it's communist Russia. And like mm-hmm. everything's just like very it's gray, like linear, white, like, and black. Yeah, 90 degree angles and stuff. Like kind of just block shape. Where yep. things actually had like curves in them. And like uh, more like you could tell like there's more personality in them. I think a great year or like time period for that is the seventies because, and I'm going to go right back to vacuums because when you look at vacuum cleaners in the seventies, a lot of them had like they were blue or orange or green or yellow. They had vibrant, beautiful pastel colors and the bags on them had like designs and flowers and like, obviously like weird stuff, but like it was creative though it wasn't just the same dull silver color. Like they, they had character to them. Um, especially like, you know, when you look at the old advertisements for them, they weren't, it wasn't just like a description with like a really high detail picture. It had like a person using it in a house and it, it had like a whole write up about it. And it, it was, people put effort into things, I think. People put their their soul and creativity into wanting to market things. But now marketing is so easy. You can, you can, you can. For God's sake, you can write a one-page book and print it with Amazon and have it s- and sell it on Amazon.
1: You yeah,
0: I, I mean, yeah, I think like yeah. definitely like the internet's like you're saying that with uh, marketing. I think one of the big things though, like when you, it's funny you said specifically like, the '70s for appliances for that time period. You look at the '70s; that's when like cars kind of stopped like getting cool. Like, yeah, uh, like the '70s yeah. and. On uh, Joe Rogan, they talk about how kind of like the cars stopped getting cool when they passed the Schedule One drug act. Mm. And so that, that's kind of one of the theories behind it is when people stopped taking like these psychedelics and stuff. Yeah. You saw the creativity come out of a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Which I can see it. Like, Well, like, so take a Black Ops 1 map, Nuketown. Nuketown was based in the 70s, right? The late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at Newtown, that's what they envisioned the future to look like. Everything was modern looking, you know, had special colors. Um, you know, cool designs and stuff. So everything was sleek, everything was shiny, modern looking. And I think that's a great example right there of the architecture and stuff. It was it was just pretty. It was nice. But then what you said makes a great point. When they stopped having that creativity and stopped having the the fuel for it, everything kind of just turned to Print stamp ship. Print stamp shit. Everything's just the same. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, just kind of carbon copy, cookie cutter, like just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just very like you know you look at a fridge now like it's it's very just rectangular, silver, you know, black, you it's know, what but ours usually, is. you know, yeah, but it. You Have know, you seen? Point, yeah. Have you seen like the the old? I forgot what brand it is, but there's a guy who still technically he doesn't technically live, but like he his all of this stuff in his house is like from the '60s or '70s. Like he has all retro everything, and uh, the fridge he has, it's cool because when you open it, it has a, a one of the things that you set food and stuff on. You can turn it outwards, so it makes it easier to get things and put things in it. Uh, it's it's a really unique design and shocker it's all metal every single bit of it it's metal the outside of it is like a light blue with like a silver handle on it and the inside is like a cool white and chrome it's dope dude it's freaking sick <laughs> i want i want that fridge should get one i would um yeah dude there's like a guy out in uh it's out by zebulon and it's by this uh, the county line gas station, and it's like he's put up all these buildings from like the past, and it's like it's almost like its own like little small town, and it's like mm-hmm. a bunch of like vintage stuff, but it's like a whole street of it. What? Yeah, he's got like some stores there. I'll have to see like if I could uh, find something online. I don't know if the guy does tours of it at all, but um... that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see if I could find something on it. But they, the guy's like put like a whole, like he's pushed all these buildings out there. And there was, there was actually an American Pickers where somebody did something similar. Now, I don't think it's like the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of cool, though. I like that. That's unique. Yeah. Um, It's right by. Yeah, so it's right by the county line store in Zebulon, but it's man. let me see if I can pull it up here on the maps real quick. Gonna do a little little research here.
1: Where is it
0: well I don't know you can't really tell anything on here but like the guy whatever it is like the guy's got like a whole little like setup or something of like all these like different like old buildings like he's either like rescued and like pushed out there mm-hmm. I have to see what it is at sometime. Can he get a street? Let me see if we can get a street view. Yeah, 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 Okay. This is good. Now this is epic. Sorry if I'm doxing where somebody lives. Oh dude, that, that is cool. cool. Yeah, but he's got like all these tractors on here, and then he's got like you can kind of see like um. These different things, yeah, so you can't really go down. But, yeah, he's got, like, different, like, you can tell, like, there's, like, stores back there and stuff, like right? Different barns. I wonder what he has. Yeah, he's got, like, a bunch of different stuff in there. So, it's pretty cool. Let me see if you can go down this road over here, take a better look at it. Oh, there's a car coming at us! Oh, dude. Hit it. Oh, there's a person we eating right there. <laughs> nice. Um let's see. Let me see if we can see the uh the county line store. Where is it? Oh Here, let me get out of street view. Show you guys where I buy beer from when I go see my mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Do this. Old Halifax Road. Yeah, this is. Don't get lottery tickets here. You'll lose. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket there. No, you can actually win. My, uh, my girlfriend won a, a $100 one. They right. got they got some pretty nice. They got they got like food here. It's actually pretty sick. They uh, got like food here? Yeah. No, they got like a restaurant there and everything. Um, yeah, don't go there at 3 a.m. though. You know, I don't think people should go to Taco Bell at 3 a.m. Bad things will happen. Bad things will happen, like and bad things will happen if I don't get off here and go eat dinner right now. So I'm gonna have to call this. Well, dang. Well, then I guess figure it out. Collect vacuum cleaners. If you have old ones, save them. They could be worth money. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, this is a cool episode. We found out. We found out some lore. New we lore. Didn't know. Um, no, nah, that was a cool story, man. That really was. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there's more lore that will come out over time. People will figure out things. Might yeah. even figure out something about you. We're, we're only 22 episodes in. Just wait till we're 2,200 episodes in. 2,200? I'll kill myself. Before gonna, <laughs> I'm going to be dead. So, Alright, guys. Uh That's going to be the episode. Uh Check it out here on Spotify and on YouTube. Uh, whatever floats your boat we're also on other things too rss sends out like amazon like all these other places so if you're on any of those you know check us out there too i don't even know just like on. like don't that i mean you don't have to either like if you don't you suck i mean yeah you're just poor you're yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> all yeah. right guys that's the episode just figure it out figure it out